And what's up, Internet? Welcome to Friday. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. How's everybody doing? I am joined here by the wonderful Andy Bishop. How are you, Andy? Oh, I'm doing just terrific, RD. Everything is going peachy keen. Um, and it's, you know, there's just so much stuff going on in the world of geekdom. I know. It's great, isn't it? It's 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 just fantastic. I love it. And also joined by the boss man himself, Ian Benzman. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? How's uh, how was your guys' this week? Uh, you know, ups and downs, lefts and rights. And just so you guys know, we ask that question for you because we all know what we're doing. Yeah, we, <laughs> we do. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Oh, but uh, yeah, you know, um, this week a lot of really huge stuff happened this week in terms of like the week in geek but obviously the biggest biggest thing happened this morning right the new garfield 3 trailer yes more cohen garfield action that's um, right and not the cool cohen brothers <laughs> that have you heard that story actually yeah. about how bill murray signed on because he thought that it was the cohen brothers who oh, wrote the script no, i didn't yeah Is that a true story I, I, that's what bill murray says but Boomer also goes around and like gives people wet willies while saying people will never believe you and then walks away. So, you know, but God the, yeah, bless you, Bill Murray. <laughs> let's God take a look you. at the Avengers trailer and then we'll chat. All right. Yeah, let's check it out. It's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. 
then I am Spider-Man. Oh, Dang, I know, right? Ah, I oh. swear, like the whole trailer is just like, holy fuck. Right. But, but I swear, every oh. time I see something from Marvel with new with Spider-Man, it's just like, they have that character down. Oh, I am so frick. I want to see him punch Thanos right in the freaking face like in the comics. I'm so... Ah. Oh. And then, and on top of that trailer... They confirmed today that Peter Dinklage is in Infinity War. Yeah. Which has oh. been rumored for like the longest time. I, really? I, don't, I don't think you know, Ian, but they actually lay, they released what or who he is playing. I actually, I. Did um, you, did you know this? I, I heard a while ago that he was playing, um, oh my God, uh, Pip. I heard he's playing Pip the Troll. But I don't know if that's true. No, it's not. He Ooh. is actually playing an Infinity Stone. <laughs> <laughs> He's that's, playing an Infinity Stone. For you hearing it first, Marvel fans, right. the hidden Infinity Stones in Peter Dinklage. Yep right. the 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 last one, the the Soul Stone, <laughs> is in Peter Dinklage because he's got soul. That's where it comes from. So that's the best <laughs> Infinity War trailer to date. That's sure. one of the best trailers. Probably ever. It's maybe. so every time. I don't know if it, maybe it's the music. Maybe it's the music. That Avengers I, theme is just that from Alan Silvestri know, is yeah. just so like. <sighs> you know what? And I, all the characters. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. the first thing I thought after the trailer was done is I am going to buy that album. Right. Like, oh, because yeah. I'm a big film score buff. Oh, me mm -hmm. too. But that one, it was just like the arrangement was amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, especially when there's like, they talk about, you know, famous superhero themes, you know, that have been held over through the time. You know, the original Batman right. uh, theme, the uh, Michael Keaton Batman, right. uh, you know, Rich, uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman theme. Spider-Man. Um, yep. Uh, right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well, well, Wonder, Wonder Woman is kind of, you know... Um, you know, and and you know, Star Wars, any of their 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 yeah. scores, I could go on for hours. You can do that. what a spider can. Well, no. Okay, I didn't know you were talking about that song. I, I thought think, you meant the score from I the, the Raimi movie. playing the troll now. <laughs> because I love that song. Right. I love that song. But okay. as far as scores go, I mean, it's when they take an existing score, they put a little twist on it, a yeah. little inflection mm -hmm. to show oh, the that was the best of part of Justice League was the. Th Five seconds we got to hear the Ben Aff or the Batman score from behind Ben Affleck, like the that. I forgot the best, everything about that movie. That is the best. Mm. That's the best part about that movie is when you see Batman and you hear the you know da da da. Oh, that. Yeah, that's that's the best mm. part of that entire yep. freaking movie. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I saw that trailer and and I, a I got super excited right. for the movie, but then just thinking about. What's coming afterwards? Right. Because the, the big money on everyone is that one of the main three, if not all three of them, will die. Um, I don't know if I see that happening. Stark, Cap. Yeah, Stark, Cap, and, and, and Thor. Thor. Um, that's that's the big rumor. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they killed off the Hulk. Yeah. 
um, just because they don't actually own the solo rights. The reason the Hulk keeps popping up in all these other movies is because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's Paramount, Paramount or Universal, one of those Paramount. two, technically Paramount, owns the solo rights. So Marvel can use them in team-up films like Thor and Avengers without asking their permission. Mm-hmm. But if they don't do a solo film, they got to go through a whole giant freaking pro. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but right, um, you know. But then you have character, you know, Marvel. Well, Marvel's notorious for killing their villains, right? Um, where you know, so like recently, Daniel Bruhl, that today actually, um, was talking about he thinks he's coming back. He thinks Zemo is going to come back, and I, I honestly, I think that's why they kept is him that- alive. Who is the dude in the trailer who like did like the little whisperer? So okay, so yeah. that like, is Ebony, little... that is Ebony Maw. Okay, um, he is one of the Black Order, which are Thanos's generals. Mm-hmm. So you have Ebony Maw, Corvus Glaive, uh, Proxima Midnight, and there, I want to say there's two more, um, but yeah, that, that that actually could be a scene directly ripped from the comics. There's a run from Jonathan Hickman. Um, of Avengers and New Avengers that led to an event called Infinity. And right. during that whole run, um, there's a scene where Ebony Maw is basically whispering into Doctor Strange's ears because he has like the ability oh, to manipulate okay. people. So I think that, I think the Doctor that's Strange the, thing. Is that from one of the older ones? No, that's a newer one. Oh, okay. That's from a couple years ago. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if anything we see with Doctor Strange and Ebony Maw is all in his head. Wouldn't shock me because the original Infinity Gauntlet that's older, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I want to say that's the 80s. Yeah, um, I, I definitely read that. I mean, if they follow if they follow the comic at all, then yeah. Thanos is going to wipe out 99% of existence in the galaxy with a snap of his fingers, like right. they say in the trailer. He could, well, she said half. No, trailer. no, but I'm saying in the comic, he right. wipes out 99% of existence. Literally, all the people left in the galaxy are fighting on this one plateau that he creates. And I, I'm interested to see if the reason he's doing all of this is because of his fascination with death. In the Marvel comics, mm. death is personified, mm. and yeah. and that is his love. That is his. That's why he does what he does. And it's a badass to, character too. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she could not want most of the time wants nothing to do with Thanos, and yeah. that's why he keeps doing what he does because he thinks if he kills enough people, that death will love him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's freaking wow. Great writing, mm-hmm. um, Jim Starlin. You know. That guy is, he's the reason Marvel has a cosmic universe, essentially. He mm-hmm. created Thanos, he created Drax, he created Adam Warlock, um, who I don't think is going to pop up in this, which I'm kind of shocked about. Um, mm. But then again, in the comics, Dude, he, he has the Soul Stone. I think he has the Soul Stone in his head. He has one of the stones in his head, and I think yeah, the, the, stones the, the are stone all different. that's in his head yeah. is actually in Vision's head. Yep. So like the Mind I will, Stone? Yeah, it might be the Mind Stone. I Honestly, it's been a minute since I've read it, yeah. but I, I will... I will put money down right now. I will put twenty bucks down that Vision, if not Infinity War, but the next one gets that stone ripped right out of his head by Thanos. Oh, you know it. It has. If to you want to take Ian up on his bet, feel free to call in at eight four four nine 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 two four nine. And if you can guess the hat that he is wearing, the character hat Who's that he's hat? wearing, the contest is still going on. Call in and then. You guess it, you get it right, you win a dope prize. So and what's that number? The Amazon Fire Stick. Four four nine 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 two four nine. So be ready to win. And a ju- prize. just as a quick interjection, I don't want the 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 internet trolls to yell at us. Uh, it is Universal who owns Hulk. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say right. I, I was, it was it either was Paramount Universal. or Universal. I don't right. know why I've, well, I, Paramount I, I always own, saw Par- the Paramount in well, like the. I don't know. Well, Paramount 
uh, Iron Man one through three was uh, was with Paramount, like partner, because they had distribution a distribution or something. I, you know like, what? Right. You know what should have given it away is the Incredible Hulk ride at Universal, Universal Studios. Oh, there I was you go. Just thinking, yeah, that's that's like, what yeah. made me go. I didn't even think about. I'm that. gonna double check yeah. this. Hey, I'm not a ride person. Yep. So oh my god, dude, that that's a roller, great coaster roller coaster was dope. Is it? It's still there, right? I don't. I was 15 last yeah. time I rode it, but it's it was gotta like. Be. It was nuts. It takes you up, and then and it launches tube, you out. Yeah. And it's all green and scary, like gamma radiation. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. I don't know. I'm just not a roller coaster person um, in general. I was for a while now. Not so much. But, uh, yeah, no, I, this trailer just has my mind racing all mm-hmm. over the place. I Yeah. It just, I'm thinking, so back at my point with Rule, Daniel Rule and Zemo, I think they kept Zemo alive because I really wouldn't be shocked if the next phase of Marvel films involves a Thunderbolts movie. Mm. And they, they put together the villains that they still have alive from various whatevers and have the Thunderbolts movie. I really think the next phase of Marvel is going to be very different than everything we've seen before. I think we're going to get our first female-led Marvel film besides Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think we might get that Black Widow movie finally. finally. Although apparently they yeah, already went well, and made a yeah. perfectly fine Black Widow movie with Jennifer Lawrence called Red Sparrow. Uh, vomit. <laughs> that movie is basically what a from what I've seen, it basically kind of looks like that's what a you know Black Widow movie should be. Right. It's about a, a woman who goes into a secret female Russian spy training program, and like that's. I just described Black Widow, <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I will see. But then there's that rumor of the all female movie, you know, we're going to get Spider-Man two. Obviously they already started casting for that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're probably going to get Dr. Strange too, unless they kill Dr. Strange. Mm. I, I really think we're going to get someone killed who we're not really expecting to die. I think everyone, yeah. thinks one of the big three is going to die. I wouldn't be shocked if, if Scarlet Witch dies or War Machine. Or Cap. I or, think it's going to be Cap. See, everyone thinks it's going to be Cap because mm-hmm. of how vocal Chris Evans has been well, about like, how, not continuing with the character. Right, and Civil War, in like the comics, Cap dies in Civil War, right? But then gets um, brought back it, or whatever. That's a whole thing. He, yeah. he, he dies, and right. then it's revealed that he was actually shot with a time yeah, bullet, we, so he was stuck in time but somewhere. But you don't so learn the, that until later. Oh, yeah, way yeah, later. So. But, um, no, I mean, I, I expected him to die in Civil War. Yeah, me too. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, you still have Sebastian Stan under another, like, six movies under his contract or five movies under his contract, so it would make sense, especially with the narrative in the comics and all that stuff, to have him take over as Cap. Mm. But I don't know. I really think because everyone thinks that Cap will be the one to bite the bucket that he won't be. You know, I you also know, love Chris Evans' Captain America. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to be Captain Hulk. America. I think it's going to be Hulk because you know you're you've got that love story of Hulk and Black Widow, and mm. which is know, a big reason why I think that Scarlet Witch and Vision will be affected heavily because they oh, yeah. have that whole thing. Well, I, I'm I'm fairly certain that Vision is probably out skis. And Hawkeye oh, is yeah. just going to survive well, it I all. was just about to say, <laughs> I, so yes. the one thing I've been seeing online and people have, like my friends have been texting me and all these, like, where's Hawkeye? Well, I'll tell you where Hawkeye is. He's retired. Well, yes, but I, I think. He's driving around with I Logan. I think they're hiding. That would be the coolest <laughs> thing ever if they did that in a movie. But um, I, I think the reason they're not showing him is because he has a very huge part to play in the movie. And I think that we could see the death of Hawkeye mm. not 
Clinton Barton. I really think, if anything, he will switch to his Ronin persona. Mm. Um, if anything, I think the reason we're not seeing any Hawkeye is because he has such a big role to play in the movie. Is he like on the IMDb list to be in the, like in the movie? You know? No, but honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust IMDb before a movie comes out. Right. You know, I, before Spider-Man Three came out, it had the person who plays Aunt May listed as Aunt May slash Carnage. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't. Don't trust IMDb until after the I movie would, comes that, out. That would. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm saying that would have been horrible. <laughs> and, and honestly, from what I hear of Spider-Man Four, it would have been almost that well, level of a clusterfuck. Wasn't Sally Field like the original? No, she no. she no. was in no. Amazing. She was in the second. Yeah, it was. Uh, what's her name? I was she's going to say. I, I would understand that. She's she's Aunt May in my you know like. Is she still alive? Sally May, Field. Oh, Anne Marie. Something oh. Marie Harris. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know if she's alive. Sally still. Field definitely could be carnage, though. <laughs> <laughs> she can cause some carnage. Um. I. You know. I, I just the mind boggles at the next phase. I, I and, and you know earlier when we, a couple shows ago we talked about the new, like the new six Marvel films that have been announced that they don't have a date for that are theoretically the next phase. I have a very strong theory we'll hear about some of those release dates at Comic Con Motor or sorry San Diego Comic Con because mm. it'll be after Infinity War comes out. Before the next Infinity War or next Avengers comes out, which presumably ties into this one, mm. I, I don't know. I could think and I could ponder on this stuff for. Ever. I mean, there's literally an infinite number of possibilities that it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're getting Black it, Panther two for sure. You know, you know what's going to happen for sure. There's going to be some jokes, <laughs> and they're going to be good jokes. I'd say that's a well educated. First of guess. all, it's a great plan. But it sucks. <laughs> Let me no. take care of the plan. And the Spider-Man thing at the end, Doctor Strange. Oh, I didn't know we were. I didn't know we were going by our made-up names. I'm Spider-Man. Like that's right. Ugh, I'm so. I did like it, that we got a better look at his suit. Rose, oh, the Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. Rosemary Harris. Rosemary Harris. Yeah, there you go. Is the original anime. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That was gotcha. definitely that was bugging me. I yeah. really hope we get the uh, the spider arms. We are. That pop out Apparently, of that's been confirmed. Oh, nice. They confirmed that it's yeah, the Iron Spider what? suit. Well, yeah, they confirmed it's the Iron Spider, but did they, so they confirmed the arms pop out of I'm it. fairly certain I've read that the arms have been confirmed. Man, they just they just don't leave anything up to, you oh, know. Oh, are you kidding me? That showed us nothing. Well, yeah. Showed us nothing. And it feels like it's, the, uh, between all the trailers, it feels like you've seen so much of it already, but you just, you they know, really you have They really just keep showing the they, same, like, couple battles. Yeah. The same scenes. I yeah. guess from different angles. They're doing yeah. a really good job with this one. Normally mm-hmm. Marvel is like, let's just show everyone everything in all the trailers, but not with this one. Well... We have got a very special interview on the other side of this commercial break. We got a chance to catch up with animator Stephen E. Yeah, Gordon. The one and only. Mm-hmm. The, uh, he did the character design for X-Men Evolution. So much more. Yep. You'll, you'll, this guy is fascinating. You'll see. Yep. So s- stick around, and we'll be back after the break. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today. To new Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content 
Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. It's an entertainment channel on new radio media dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you. And that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Hi. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. All right. So, um, we have got Stephen E. Gordon. Yeah. On the phone with us. Pretty freaking excited about this. Yeah. So, how you doing, Stephen? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on our show. Oh, no problem. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I... You know, I already I actually knew a handful about you already, but when I was doing research for this for this chat, I, I didn't know you worked uh, so much with Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, I, that's where I got my start. Which is really cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of his, but like you know, finding out you worked on Fire and Ice and American Pop and cool work. It, I, those are you know those are classics for. And then I didn't know this, uh, but you guys both worked on the New Adventures of Mighty Mouse. Yeah, it was his show. He was the producer, and I was one of the directors. That's really cool. What kind of like, that must have been an interesting. Exp- I mean, you know, did you have an affinity for the character growing up at all, or? Well, yeah, I, I was. You know, as a little kid, I watched the uh, you know the old shorts on TV and stuff growing up, and uh, so yeah, I was somewhat aware of it. I mean, obviously, the uh, new version kind of took a different angle on him. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I um, big. I'm a big Mighty Mouse fan. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh yeah. No. So growing up, my uncle was my idol, and he was like out in L.A. doing stuff, and I would watch whatever he showed me. So like Fraggle Rock, and you know the Snorks and Wacky Races, and all that stuff was like yeah, the classic. Yeah, the classics. Yeah, the jam. So cool. Yeah, I also noticed that uh, you were one of the animators on a wonderful film 
Anastasia. How was yeah. that experience? Well, I I wasn't really in house. I worked freelance on that, which means I I worked, mm-hmm. and you know they were. It was a studio. Don Bluth had a studio in uh, Arizona, and I was in California. So, you know, I didn't do a tremendous amount of it, but you know enough, I guess, to get a credit and put it on my reel. So. Enough to get a credit and a paycheck. Well, yeah, well, that's always the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, and you mentioned credit, and I know that you've had some unaccredited work, like this, your storyboard work uh, on Terminator Salvation. How much work did you do on Terminator Salvation? Um, that's hard to say. I know I did several sequences that. I believe made it into the movie, like the, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the film at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the gas station uh, attack. Oh. Where they go running from the gas station, they get attacked by the big whatever it was. And oh, yeah, 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 the, the flying thing. Uh... Yeah, the big thing that kind of crashes through the roof yep. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, a couple other sequences like that where... Um, he, uh, I think where he first meets um, um, the kid, I can't think of his name now. It's Christian Bale's character, Connor. Connor. Yeah, John Connor. Connor. John Connor. Yeah, but he's a kid. Isn't it? Right, so, yeah. right. Right. So, uh, at. You know, a decent amount, yeah. So as, as an artist, you know, what was what were some really big influences for you uh, as a child growing up? Oh, well, you know, um, you know I obviously loved uh, Frazetta and, uh, you know, liked Gil Kane quite a bit and Joe, Jack Kirby and uh, John Buscema. You know, you know, a lot of the classic illustrators, uh, you know, Jeff Jones and, you know, so forth, so. Yeah, you know, I had no intention of getting into animation, but I kind of fell into it. So my influence is more really animation. Well, you fell into it really hard. <laughs> you just, uh, you have yeah. a lot of really yeah. awesome. Like I, I have an affinity for Madagascar. I know you did story storyboards for that. I uh... a little bit. I was only on that for about a couple months, but before they moved me over onto Shrek Two. Yeah, that's actually I was going to bring that up next. Shrek Two as well. So, did you do more work for Shrek Two than you did for Madagascar, or about even? Oh yeah, quite a bit. I was on Shrek Two probably for I don't know a year, maybe something wow. like that. That's it's. Yeah. I always find it so interesting that the process. You know, Andy and I, which we we want to be filmmakers, so we've worked on sets here and there. It's interesting when you finally see the process of everything that goes into the final product. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. don't really realize just how much, because you got to think even with all the work you did on it, there was still years of work after that to complete oh, it. Oh, yeah, sure. So yeah, that's... after story's done, it still goes on for at least another year, if not more. Yeah, which so. I, I just think is fascinating. I, um, but, you know, how, how does something, you know, like... How, how did you fall into something like you directed Marvel's first animated feature? Like, how did how did that come about? Well, that happened because um, the producer uh, was the same producer from X-Men Evolution. And mm-hmm. so, he, mm-hmm. you know, he sought me out and hired me to do that. 
So. Which, by the way, I X Men Evolution and Wolverine and the X Men, the two series that you've been a part of, are hands down some of my favorite superhero mm-hmm. animated shows of all time. I Definitely. think I've watched every episode of X Men Evolution and Wolverine. I own Wolverine and X Men on Blu Ray. I've, I've watched both of them countless times. They're incredible. Oh, the design, Thank especially you. Evolution, some of the ways that you reimagine some of these characters are really cool. Yeah, I did love that as well. Just the the interesting. Uh, ways that you portrayed those characters. It was terrific. Yeah. And yeah, thank how, you. Yeah, that was fun. How exactly did... Now, you said animation wasn't where you were really, like, you know, you're focused or starting. Now, how did you exactly fall into animation? <laughs> uh, well, the story I always tell is that uh, I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. My senior year, I was getting my portfolio ready for uh, to submit to art schools and whatnot, mm-hmm. and my art teacher at the time saw an ad asking for portfolio submissions by uh, Backstreet Productions, and she thought it might be a good way to um, accomplish a couple things, get me a professional portfolio review, and also maybe take a little wind out of my sails because, you know, like, yeah, every high school there's always one or two kids that are the hot artists or whatever, and I was the hot artist mm-hmm. in my high school, which doesn't amount to anything. But you know, she realized that you know I could use a little, uh, you know, uh, you know, push tape, tampering down. Yeah, trying to pull you back so, down but, towards earth. Yeah, exactly. You know, making me feel like I wasn't the hottest thing going because she knew what the outside world was like being an artist herself. But as it turns out, the one thing she didn't know is that no one gives portfolio reviews when you submit. So that wasn't of any use. And the second thing is they hired me, so it kind of did the opposite effect. Joke's on (laughs) you. I got a job, Teach. On freaking, that was for Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, that was Lord of the Rings. And, uh, you know, at the time, I was still in high school, so they, uh, between her and my counselor and everyone else, they made sure that I could take the job and allowed me to finish my the rest of my credits via adult school. That's really so I could cool. still graduate. That's really cool. So, That's That must have been like a crazy experience to have happen in high school. Yeah, that was pretty weird, pretty unusual for, you know, a 17-year-old kid, you know. No, I'm sure it must have been surreal. Yeah, and... Yeah. You, yeah, you, but, yeah, I mean, they were kind of freaked out too because I was <laughs> instantly making more money than they were. So. <laughs> Everything collectively, yeah. the entire teaching staff. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> so you you've drawn a lot of you know iconic characters in, in pop culture, from you know superheroes to you know Disney film characters, and uh, what is the you're you're like I you you draw this character you're like I just love drawing this character. What character would that be? Um, I mean, my fallback one is always when I'm at a convention and I have to do a quick sketch. I always fall back on a quick Wolverine because it's so easy. But uh, you know, if I have my choice and can take time, you know, I I, I enjoy drawing uh, Rogue. Mm-hmm. From X Men Evolution and you know several of those characters, you know because since I designed them and stuff, I designed them in a way that I found enjoyable to draw over and over. So 
You know, right. in terms of the design side of things, you know, I, I was looking, you know, you did the character design for some of the character design for Batman Sub-Zero. So how how exactly is it for someone who's going to design the look of a character to jump into a world that, like, is so definitively, like, this is Paul Dini's playhouse and this is how Paul Dini's stuff looks? Like, well, how, it, no, you, Paul Dini was a writer. You, you mean oh, Bruce Yeah, Tim. sorry, Bruce Tim. I apologize. It's been a long yeah, week uh, here. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> well, it, 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 see, once again, it was the uh, same producer that was going to do that. It, he he, um, he is an old friend of mine, uh, Boyd Kirkland. So he was producing Sub Zero, and he needed he felt he needed someone to flesh out a lot of the uh, the emo- acting and the uh, action poses and stuff that weren't there for the TV series since this was the uh, direct-to-video or whatever. It needed a little more room, and he knew that he was going to have to have some acting moments with the characters. So basically, I was working from the initially from uh, Bruce's stuff, but then I had to kind of, you know, push it and flush it out a little bit. That's really cool. That I, that's that's one of my favorite animated series of all time. So like that's really awesome to hear. Right. And I love yeah, that it you doesn't s- get as much notice as it should. Yeah. But, you know. And I love that you say that Wolverine is your favorite character to draw, and that it's it's easy to draw because I know whenever I draw Wolverine, he comes out looking like a moron Freddy Krueger, <laughs> missing fingers. missing a claw <laughs> or two. But you know, that's just me. Yeah, well, it, it's an easy uh, head to draw because of the uh, lack of uh, features and stuff. I guess that's so, true. Yeah, with the yeah. mask on and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I always like drawing Wolverine and Gambit. I can't draw, so <laughs> I'm really I love the stick figure guy that I make constantly, but. Yeah, you, you know. do a mean stick figure Wolverine. Hell yeah, I do a mean stick figure Wolverine. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you were also one of the animators on Eight Crazy Nights, which is uh, pretty much, you know, it's a classic yeah. at this point. It's the, it's the only Hanukkah well, movie we have. I've heard call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, our only, it's the only Hanukkah movie us Jews right. have. You know? Well, that's true. I was on that uh, uh, between seasons, I think, of uh, X-Men Evolution. And then I, uh, when the, I think the third season or the last, the second season, I don't remember, started up, I went back and worked on that, but I continued working on A Crazy Nights as a freelance job, and I, I did basically all the judge scenes after that point. Very cool. When he was on trial. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I've just, it's like, I've, it's, you know, oh, you know, our mutual contact is Steve. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, Steve and I have been, you know, I've known Steve for a while now. And, you know, him and I have, we've been chatting about somehow getting this conversation to happen outside or inside this, you know, studio for a while. So I'm just kind of, I can't believe it's finally actually happening. <laughs> so. Nope. I'm, I'm very thankful for you being on here. So I'm a little at a loss for words right now. Yeah, he's been fanboying. So about I really all have week been fanboying. Fanboy. Yeah, I, I um, yeah. <laughs> so no, if, no you, if you had to pick out some of your, I don't know, maybe top two or three favorite projects that you've worked on, what would they be? 
Well, definitely uh, excellent evolution. Because as one of the directors and the character designer, I had a lot more say in what was going on than normal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's see, what else? Um, you know, different projects for different reasons. And when you're working on a project, you have to have find something you're enjoying about it, no matter what, or you won't be able to do it or do a good job at it. So I... You know, even if it's a project that I know isn't a great project, I kind of find a focus. Um, like uh, Cool World, for example, was a great... It was fun to animate Holly and Lynette. But, you know, that was... But I didn't think the film was going to be wonderful, and I knew there was all types of problems going on <laughs> with it and stuff. But, you know, I was able to focus and just enjoy doing that bit of animation. And uh, let's see, uh, you know, Fire and Ice, even though it was a real, real low budget thing, it was great to be able to work with uh, Frank Frazetta and, you know, have that happen. Kind of a uh, boyhood dream type of thing come true. Yeah, so, no, I, yeah, I'm, that's, yeah, we're, we're, we've been fortunate enough to kind of start having some of those experiences, uh, working on some stuff here, and it's, it's unlike anything ever I've ever experienced. Sure. Well, Steve, thank you so much for, uh, you know, joining us on geek Tainment weekly. It has been truly, truly an honor to talk to you and, uh, have a chance to converse with you about some of your, uh, amazing projects. And there's one question that we love to ask our guests. And that is if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Boy, uh, go back in time, I guess. Oh, that's time a good travel. one. That's a good one. We've gotten a couple mind controls. We've gotten a flying. Right. This 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 chap wants to be a time is lord. This is the first time travel. One? I think it is yeah. the first yeah. time travel. Well, go back in time and fix some of the mistakes I've made. You know. <laughs> What's well, the first well, thing you would yeah. do if you could go back in time? Well, I don't know. Um, Probably not quit Disney before they start making good films. <laughs> Amen to yeah, that. No, my, mine would probably be stopping at the Beatles rooftop concert and then going on to what I want to do. <laughs> oh, there, oh, you, okay, there, well. you, there you go. <laughs> well, you know, if you, presumably if you can time travel, you can do it more than once, theoretically. You so really you know, hope, I guess. You would hope, yeah. Good Me, I'm just going to be selfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go, like, grab that $5 I spent on the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, again, big thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, it's been a pleasure. My pleasure, too. Thank you. Yeah, seriously, thank you so much. All right, have a good one. And you we too. will be back here on Geektainment Weekly, so stick around. Yeah. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. Simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com.
Why are we here? What makes a person truly good? For those answers, you're gonna have to take a philosophy class. But if you're more interested in who would win in a fight between R2-D2 and a Dalek, watch Get It To The Geeks on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on NewRadioMedia.com. And we are back here on Geek Tainment Weekly. Oh boy, I didn't think I was gonna make it. Yes, yes, yes. And what what a great guy. Yeah, thank yep. you again, Steve. Yeah, yes. that was that was all I grew up on most of that stuff. Yeah. So you know. it was really cool to get to chat with someone who made it some of the times when we have these conversations with these people. It just blows my mind we're actually having them. Like, right. I, I, you know, we're talking about doing a clip show coming up, and we'll show you guys our reaction to Rob Paulson. Mm-hmm. Well, spoilers. Why don't you, Ian? Well, it's not gonna. It's not gonna like gonna ruin it. It's it's our reactions that that's ah. really mm-hmm. the thing. Like so afterwards, you know, RD was like, you know, would you mind reading, you know, a few, you know, doing a few bumps or whatever, and we figured we'd get him just doing, you know, I'm Rob Paulson, blah 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 blah, and then he started and doing Yakko, and then. That's what we'll leave you with. Yeah, okay, we'll leave you nice. with that. Nice. Yes. We'll leave you with that, but you'll see how Shut we reacted. Yes. But my point is, is it's really hard to, like, you know, with Walter the other day, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to not just sit there and, and be in awe. And geek out. Yeah, and geek out. Yeah, it, yeah seriously. It's, it's very tough, and, uh, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. And then, you know, like, uh, this morning I was coming in, and um, I saw... So this has been a rumor for a while, but Danny Boyle finally confirmed mm. that he is working on Bond 25. Now, mm. really quickly, that doesn't mean he's directing it yet. Mm. Him and his writing partner are writing a script that they're hoping... Slumdog Bond. I I mean... I mean Slumdog Bond well, He's also done like, 28 <laughs> Days Later. Mm-hmm. Um, Slumdog well, yeah. Millionaire I could watch on repeat. That movie's fantastic. Well, Sunspot. Yeah. All, yeah, and 28 Days Later is like watching Ripley. Oh, yeah. Great movie. I know what you mean. <laughs> I've uh, never seen Slumdog. Train. Really? Oh, I have to let you Whoa. borrow that. You yep. need to watch it. It's great. Oh, my You'll only knowledge, it. only knowledge of Slumdog Millionaire is in that episode of The Office when Michael's at the picnic and him and Holly are acting out scenes from that movie but making it Dunder Mifflin Millionaire. Oh, you'll love it! It's a great movie. It's, I've watched. Yeah, it's fantastic. Danny He's Boyle did some did a documentary too about like the Banksy Hotel. That's yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's we were just good. talking about that. And then um, he did, um, you know, 127 Hours, which is fantastic. Um, with James Franco and well, I know yeah, the movie. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I haven't seen um, it. Really? Yeah. What else is he's done a lot of I'm stuff. A, uh, do you train... know what the climax is? I'm gonna cut my arm <laughs> off. Yeah. Train spotting. Yeah. Okay. Now I've oh, seen yeah. train spotting. That's a classic. Ooh, I still no. haven't seen mm. the second. One. Not duh. I haven't seen the second one. Either. I haven't seen the second one. But I honestly, and that's on, a hard watch for me. Who just the second uncom- one? The first one. Oh, the first one. You know, it's uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know what made me upset about the first train spotting? The no lack of trains. I saw that People, right. the lack of <laughs> trains. Was there any trains spotted? No actually? one spotted. There was no actual I, I didn't train spot spotting. Any train. Train spotting. Um, oh, that's tra- what you pay like, me uh, for. Trance was really good. Steve Jobs was really good. Um, the, the Beach. Mm-hmm. Have you, if you haven't seen The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio, go Wait, see that's the, a Danny Boyle that's movie? That's a Danny Boyle movie. Oh, I did not know that. I'm saying. I, I, I didn't know that either when I first mm-hmm. saw it. That was a great movie. Oh, it's probably... That might be my favorite film from him. Mm-hmm. That or Slumdog. Slumdog was 
you know, an Oscar winner. But one best picture. Yeah. Yeah, so. it wasn't that the year that the Dark Knight came out and caused the whole controversy about like in the next year they increased it to ten or up to ten best pictures films. Mm. I don't know because that's what happened. Perhaps. Like the Dark Knight didn't get nominated, and then the Academy's like, "Oops!" And so the next year Whoops they were like, "Daisy." Between five and ten films can be best picture. Hmm. I mean, I'm 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 just glad that year Heath at least you know. He, he got it. Yeah, we I knew mean, that he, was going to happen. You know happen. what? I think he only won it because he died, but he deserved it anyway. Yeah, he did. He deserved uh, it I anyway. I think he deserved it. Oh, he, no, no, we, saying, we all saying, do. Yeah, no, yeah, he like, absolutely I, yeah. deserved it. I think mm-hmm. he only won it, though, because he passed away, well, which is... I, I, rem- I think I remember like who he was up against, and it was like a no contest, really, in my opinion, anyway, even if he I was mean, alive. Even if he was up against Daniel day If Daniel Day-Lewis's Bill the Butcher was a supporting actor... In that film, right? I still think Heath Ledger deserved to win that Oscar over. Well, that. Like, let's let's go over the list. He was up against John Cena. He was up against <laughs> uh, Bill Hader. He was up against. Are you reading the Razzie Awards? Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, he, I he, think he was up against like Christopher Plummer and yeah. I, I don't. I, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. I I just remember that I think you know he deserved he deserved that. That are that you is looking it up, of, RD? Yeah, that is good. one of the greatest portrayals of a character in cinematic history, in my opinion. And and I know this is a bit off schedule and topic, but Tommy Wiseau shot something with Nerdist. Where he did a costume test for the Joker. Yeah. And it was just, I still haven't watched the whole thing, but it's brilliant. He's like. It's pretty fantastic. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Have you? I have. <laughs> speaking, it's of, just speaking of DC movies. Ridiculous. Um, another, another attempt to throw something at the wall and see if it'll stick. Apparently. <laughs> DC is um, Ava DuVernay, who just did uh, Wrinkle in Time, which I heard is actually pretty good. I love the yeah. book. Um, she is in talks to direct the um, the New Gods movie. Hmm. So for those of you who don't know, the New Gods are what um, Darkseid is a part of, and there's a whole thing. There's um, there's uh, All Father, and then there's Darkseid. And they're essentially the gods before, like the Greek gods and all that stuff. Uh huh. And they, um, yeah, it's there's so like I'm trying to think of there's so many characters like Granny Goodness and basically anyone associated with Darkseid, um, is usually involved with the new gods. DC has some cheesy ass names. I, All Father, well, I can I get behind. Good I mean, Marvel does goody too. Goody granny. Granny goodness. Oh, oh, even better. Granny okay. goodness. So 2009. Okay. That was the year also that Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for Tropic Thunder. Oh, that's And great so role. he was up against Josh Brolin from Milk, uh, Michael Shannon from Revolutionary Road, Robert Downey Jr., and Philip Seymour Hoffman from Doubt. That's so, a pretty strong wow. year. But I think still, oh, he still he deserves played, it. Yeah, he, Absolutely. Was, yeah. I think he would have won. I think still. the only one who who really was okay in that whole category was Josh Brolin and Milk. Well, Doubt and you Downey like Jr. And, no, I'm saying I'm saying Brolin out of all of those was like probably the one I would have left out of the nomination. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, like I don't know what the fuck DC's doing. I don't think DC knows what they're I doing. I didn't even know Michael Shannon was an Oscar nom. 
Oh, I mean, it yeah, wouldn't shock. It doesn't shock me. He's a great. Oh actor. yeah, he's, a he's in so much actor. stuff too. There's yeah. a really great movie that I've seen him in, and the name is escaping me right now, but it's basically set. No, I love that movie. Uh, with it, also Captain America. It's set like uh, I don't know, like twenty years in the future. So it's not like insane, but he's like a farmer, and they're basically there's like a water drought and. Uh, and it, it has robots in it, but they're like robots that like Boston Robotics has. Hmm. Uh, with and so it's like all technology that looks super advanced, but everybody else is using it. Um, and uh, uh, who's who's the, who plays Nux in? Uh, oh, um, Beast in the new X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his who, name? Um, oh God, he was in Jack the Giant Killer. Yeah, yeah, he he's in it too. Wait, he plays and Beast and which the X-Men? new X Men ones, oh, and then Al Fanning's I can't in it as well. Think of his name to say he was in the uh, the the British. Ah, uh, uh, yes, I can't think of it. Young. The film is called Young Ones, and I strongly recommend it because it's kind of like divided up. Uh, it, it feels like three distinct chapters. Nick right. Nicholas Holt. That's yeah, there you go, yeah. Nicholas. But Hall. yeah, um, yeah. and it's it's just got it's a really really good story, um, and it's just it's done very well. And I thought it was, I I watched it on a whim on Netflix, and right. I was like, this is a really good film. So he's great in Boardwalk Empire too. Mm-hmm. You know what though? I it's oh yeah, he's well, he's great in everything. Yeah, just, he's great yeah. in everything. Um, you know. I um I I kind of could have seen him playing Cable when they were talking about who was going to play Cable originally. A lot of the talk was Brad Pitt. In fact, they had so they were so confident that that's who they wanted him to play the character that they there's concept art with Brad Pitt as Cable, and not fan concept art either, right. like real concept right. art. Um, and you know Josh, we joke that Josh Brolin's kind of like the guy they cast when they right. can't get who they want. Right. Um. Because you know, if Ben Affleck turned down Batman, we would have had a role. Do you in think Batman. we'll ever see Brad Pitt in a superhero role? I think we will at some some point. I think or I think like, the Mar- what Marvel's what doing is too be... too attractive for actors at, to not be a part right. of. Right. At what point though will he be? You know, probably something with X Men when Marvel gets it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't see. I can't imagine. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't mean they can't find an older role for him. I guess that's true. But, uh, you know, Deadpool 2, it's interesting. I've been reading a lot of stuff about the test screening yeah. reaction. Yeah. Originally, it came out and it was a mess. The very first thing that came out of it was a mess, but it was from a guy who, who talked to someone who went to it and then tweeted. And apparently, now that people are actually had a chance to talk to people who were in the screenings, apparently it's just as good, if not better, than the first one. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's damage control on Fox's part or what, but. I'm going to see it anyway, and I'm super freaking excited. With Deadpool 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, well, yeah. I'm so excited. Um, but it's interesting. I, I'm i curious to see which of the reactions is the real reaction. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess we won't find out I until feel like, it comes out. But How do they go about even picking test audiences like that? Like, I, there's, Is it like there's some in kind studio of, people? No, and usually like, they hire a company that finds – it's like a test group. Right. You know, it's like test grouping a new toy or something. Um, but what I want to know I is get in how that. unfinished that movie was. Right. Like what, how unfinished of like CG, had, did they have the reshoots in there? Do they show this, like the, do they use the same test group like for each? I don't know. I've never around? been asked to be part no, of the I, test group. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know how that you. whole process works. We should look into that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. 
Well, 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 we are going to discuss a whole bunch more fun, geeky stuff on the, the Weekend Geek here on Geektainment Weekly on New Radio Media. We'll be right back. Stick around. Ooh. Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Austin Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. And welcome back to Geektainment Weekly, my fellow nerds and geeks. Yeah. How are we all doing still? Enjoying this Friday? Fantastic. Yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm angry. Oh. Oh, boy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm fine. I'm fine. He's turning green. So, uh, wanted to chat about this really quickly before the break but um the, we finally got a look at the um the x-men outfits mm. for dark phoenix Ooh. Um, they are totally the grant morrison like early 2000s like x style oh nice oh. yeah no i dig them i wanted more of a 90s look i wanted the animated mm-hmm. series look i know that would look cheesy somewhat but i don't care they gave us the 60s look they gave us the 70s look Give me the freaking 90s look. Right. I want it. I want to see it. I just want to see these movies out of the hands of Fox and into the proper hands, honestly. Mm-hmm. And when I say proper hands, I mean Marvel. Let's be honest. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I had an interesting conversation yesterday. Um, more people than you think would not know that Marvel Studios and all the other Marvel superhero films are not tied together. 
because in the beginning of the other well, like Fox and Sony films, oh, it right. plays the Marvel logo, right? But it's a different logo than Marvel Studios. Right. So people generally tend to think that that's all grouped into one thing. Well, except for the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. That, well, that was Spider-Man its own Homecoming. Marvel Spider-Man, but, but it still had Sony yeah. in the beginning. No, absolutely. So that was interesting. No, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying I, I didn't realize how many people actually didn't know that marvel studios and like the whole avengers right. thing is separate i yeah. always kind of thought it was a no-brainer no i mean yeah i feel like you gotta kind of pay attention to things like that you know yeah i mean no yeah i mean i yeah i get it i just i just didn't realize how you're, many you're people... a fi- you're a film guy and a comic that's, guy i guess so, that's like, true you gotta think you, you know you gotta think the general populace yeah that's true you know they just see the big yeah, red the, marvel you know, the, the adaptions like, oh. that are coming from marvel you know it's kind of like mm-hmm. when you're doing a book mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. the last fantastic beast was the, if i don't know if any of you guys have read it it's literally like a little 20 page soft cover book that has nothing to do i didn't with read it. the book but i saw the movie oh yeah the, i mean i liked the movie it, was all right. it wasn't as good as the other harry potter films didn't see I, it I liked I liked them bringing I liked them showing like the American yeah side of what things are yeah although um, like what's a nomad I, I hated that I hated that like, mud blood fucking muggles, like muggle man. like that's that's what's that's, up that, yeah that's what it is yeah like that oh, nomad oh, thing was freaking stupid um, yeah. that being said they just dropped the trailer for the new one and it actually looks really good ooh are we gonna watch it Ian we are all right well, all let's right. check it out yeah. Yeah, that's mm. that. That looks, in my opinion, ten times better than the first one. Not Much that I didn't better. enjoy the first one. That looks ten times better, though. Still haven't seen it. 
Yeah. Really? It's first, good. It's if well, you like mean, Harry Potter, you'll enjoy it. I, I give mean, it a B. And and you know, continuing our conversation from earlier, mm-hmm. that's one of those theme songs. When you hear it, you're just yes. like, oh yeah. shit. Now now there was something at the end of the trailer I saw there, a little symbol. Was I going crazy or did I see the triangle? Oh, for the oh, with the, the circle. Uh, yeah. Of the Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Death. It, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't shock me at all. It was um, in the clouds. If you look closely, you can see it in the clouds. Yeah. Do we? Did they ever like in any? Because I didn't read all the books. Did they ever get this? Do we ever get the story how Dumbledore ends up with the Elder Wand? Um, he I, gets old. I want to say they explain <laughs> that. It. They explain that in, in one of the other okay. things, but I'm not quite sure. Honestly, right. it's been a long time since yeah. I've read those books. Yeah. Um. And I thought, you know, like we were talking about a little bit during that uh, trailer, that I was like, isn't Dumbledore supposed to be like hundreds of years old? Yeah. And like super old. And yeah, he ages he, a he lot. He aged a lot. In, in like 70 and, years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Movies, suspension of disbelief. I'm, do- I'm, down, I'm, down for, I'm down for a Jude Law yeah, type scenario. I'm you cool know, with uh, it. Like a Patrick Stewart. And uh, what's the James other McAvoy. James McAvoy, Professor X sort of thing? Yeah, sure. but I mean, let's be honest. You know, Patrick Stewart's Professor X is as but good no, as James I'm McAvoy. Saying, oh like, yeah, absolutely. If I had to compare them or make yeah. an analogy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You know, I mean, I'll see it. I'm gonna see it. Mm-hmm. It's Harry Potter. I grew up on those books. I own all of them. I've seen all the movies. I like. I like the fact that Jude Law is in the movie more than I liked uh, the fact that Colin Farrell was in the first one. A lot of people. Oh, sorry. For some reason, I thought you were about to say Johnny Depp. No. A lot of people hated that Johnny Depp was in that first movie. Yeah. Like really, really, like were way, way overzealous about the fact well, that he was in that movie. It, it came on the 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 well, heels he of the long, the he? thing with him and his. Oh uh, yeah, wife that too, that too. But it also that's... had a lot to do with fans just not wanting Johnny Depp in the movie. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of people just didn't want him in the movie. There's like a Johnny Depp backlash. Oh, he wasn't even like in it for that long though. Barely. Yeah, barely in it barely. at all. Yeah. 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 And, I don't know. Colin Farrell telling you guys what people larger role. Yeah. Well, Colin Farrell was him. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I've only Spoilers. seen it once. Spoilers. Seen it I once. don't get it, and that's it's, fine. You're fine. But, moving on. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Um, Marvel bringing back Wolverine in the comics. And, hey, hey. And we will find out how that happens in um, the Hunt for Wolverine, which is exciting. I'm excited. Charles Soleil is writing it. Great writer. I've had the chance to meet him on a couple occasions now. The Hunt for Red yeah. Wolverine October. Yes. Aquwolber. Ak- Ak- Either the way. The Hunt for Red Aquwolber. It's actually in April, but whatever. Got it. And you'll find him in the Toys R Us stores that are all closing. That are all closing. Uh, yeah. Which we all saw coming. I don't yeah, want to grow It's just not up. the same. No, it's not. I'm a toy. Toys R Us. Well, kids. us millennials will always be Toys R Us kids it's true. in the eyes of everyone else. Yeah, unless and, you get into crack, then you're a crackhead. Right, that too. Well, you know. On that note, <laughs> thanks for tuning in this week to Geek Tainment Weekly. We love all you guys. We will see you same time, same place, right here on New Radio Media. Peace.